gum souls. <laughs> hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of State of the Shunion. Tanner, how are you doing tonight? How are you feeling? Uh, full, but mm-hmm. also hungry. Well, boy, do I have good news for you, because we're coming at you with the ham sandwich of episodes. It's that November Rewind December Fast Forward. Mm, a classic very um, good thing good thing i skipped on dinner well actually i've already had dinner but okay hey the bit's falling apart let's get ourselves out of here (laughs) stick around for the intro music i'm your co-host ryan landry i'm your co-host tanner young damn son where'd you find this Tanner, for, for the people out there that are new to the show, you know, that, that turducken post, that took off. That got some traction on the IG. We probably got some new people out there. Break it down for them. What's the rewind fast forward? What are we doing here? This is the state of the Shunion classic. It's pretty simple, okay? Remember when you'd go to your Meemaws and your Pawpaws and they had the VHS recorder? Okay, you hit the rewind. So we're going to talk about what happened through the month of November. What happened? What, what were some of the big things that came out, whether we copped, whether we didn't cop, just some things that were interesting, some stuff that we liked. But then we're going to hit the fast forward button. We're going to look into the future. We're going to look at our crystal ball. What's coming out in December that we think is cool, that we think is hype, or honestly, maybe we just want to make fun of it. Who knows? <laughs> That's very true. No one's safe out there. No shoe is safe. Yeah. And always got to have the disclaimer with the fast forward. All release dates are subject to change. As of mm. right now, these are, de- you know, they may be, they're going to come out December 12th, but who knows if they actually do. Sometimes we throw some shoes in there that is just speculated to come out in the month of December but maybe they don't. Who knows? But we're going off of what we know right now because, again, we actually can't see the future. It's just a fun no. bit we're doing. Listen, we get stretched for content. We grab what we can, okay? <laughs> we try to give you the most rock-solid stuff, but sometimes it's like, ooh, we need another shoe to talk about here. All right, grab yeah. something. Hold on because November is full of them. <laughs> My favorite thing every year is when you get to the end of the year and you're going through the sneaker news calendar, and then you finally get to that section after December that just says 2020. And it's like all the shoes that have been rumored to come out this year, but never did. It's like, yeah, it's like you're looking at the graveyard of ideas. Mm, just some things that just didn't didn't quite make it. Didn't get enough IG traction. But let's talk about the things that did make it. Let's go back to November. Can we get that rewind? <laughs> oh my god! Someone's trapped in there. Someone help that man. You sounded like the kid in uh, Charlie of the Chocolate Factory, Augustus Gloop, that got sucked up the pipe. <laughs> You sounded like you were really struggling for your life there. Jeez. Oh, man. Okay. First shoe I want to look back at in November that we didn't talk about. Maybe I think because we didn't know about it. The Nike ACG Gore-Tex Mountain Fly. If you haven't seen this one, Mm. pretty simple. Kind of almost a, not like a slipper, but a slip-on. Almost like a sock-style shoe, it looks like. But Mm -hmm. it has that nylon gator upper that we've been seeing more and more on Nike silhouettes. Uh, and as the name implies, it is Gore-Tex. So it's going to be water repellent. You got comfy, chunky soles, Nike React foam Very. with Vaporfly. Uh, came out in two colorways, in all black, and there was a khaki and black one. The retail on these was 220 And Tanner, I'm not going to lie to you, I thought about it. Now here's the thing. 
Okay. Actually, you tell me the thing because <laughs> I didn't. I didn't know you would have a thing. What's your thing? I feels you. Okay. 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 <laughs> Let me tell you what. It's been raining a lot. Okay? Yo, it has. And strapping these bad boys on to go to the, you know go to the mailbox real quick. Not gonna worry about it. Oh, I'm going to Baton Rouge to hang out with Ryan today. What's the forecast? Ninety percent thunderstorms. Throwing the gores. <laughs> Throw on the gores. They haven't said that since the presidential election. <laughs> What a sick reference. Look at us. Look, we're playing ping pong tonight. Sometimes it's volleyball. I sat and I spiked myself. Tonight, ping pong. Straight up tennis. Oh, boy. Wow. I thought you were going to grill me for these, being like, no. why do you need a mostly water repellent shoe living in Louisiana? And I was going to say, I feel like these would be great for when I go to Chicago tackling the snow. You know, you don't want mm. that canvas, that suede, whatever upper shoe. You want something that's going to resist that. And that was this. And the reason I talked myself out of it was that $220 is like, okay, but that's a, yeah. that's a lot just for that occasion. No, I think these come down like 40 bucks, even at 180, I think it's still a pretty high price point, but I think like a 160, 140, I think these are really good. I love the khakis giving me very like Nike yeah. Yeezy vibes. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah. got that black with like that hyper pink, a little bit of that green on like the, that outsole. So like I, I, Kind of like the the khaki ones. I think look actually pretty dope. I think you you get yeah. like a, a good homemade like tech fit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. These these aren't that bad. I kind of did it on them whenever it was the the shoe. I cannot remember the name of it, but it had like the you could pull up the, and it would cover the Nike ISPA Drifter Gator. There you go. That, that's a little different. That went up to your knee. Yeah, that one was a little much, but I think these, you know, yeah, 220 is a little bit high, like you said, I think because we both have very occasional looks. I think you want to put together a real sick, like, tech fit, like, future punk outfit. I think these are a good shoe. Not bad. Yeah, I like the khaki colorway more mm-hmm. than the other one. The other one's all black, which is very, it's like, tough. that's very utilitarian. It'll go with everything, you know, like, that's fine, but yeah. it's just kind of kind of bland to me the khaki one i'm interested that they went with neon pink drawstring and neon green on the outsole like for an acg outdoor shoe it's interesting yeah. to see hits of neon combined with earth tones i i love it i think it did really well i think the silhouette looks good with it being broken up so good for them yeah i think the green one's got hopefully it is kind of a slept on shoe and the price kind of dips and i don't know hey maybe maybe you pick it up hundred dollars off the, uh, hundred dollars total the khakis the khakis sold out i think the all blacks are still sitting around right now in some sizes i don't know that they'll ever go to on sale but maybe resell after time you know all the tech boys out there realize oh wait we're all staying inside because of covid that's how tech boys talk that's their voice apparently they're just wearing these in the shower (laughs) (laughs) it's water resistant it's water resistant my feet are staying dry in the shower okay well okay (laughs) Hey, speaking of outdoor shoes, I must have been in a mood when I put this list together because the next one that I have on here for November, I got so excited about this one when I found out and I found out after it already came out, the Nicole McLaughlin and Crocs collaboration. Yeah, he didn't stutter. You you may not know Nicole McLaughlin by name, but you've seen her work before and we've actually featured it on the podcast. Do you oh. remember when we do the SOS updates yes. with the crazy? No song? way. That's Nicole McLaughlin. It's wow. not just random cringe internet meme content. She's an actual New York based designer that does all those different footwear styles. Her Instagram is actually incredible. I started following her when I found out about these. But for everyone that's not familiar, she's done a collab with Crocs on the classic clog. 
and it's got multiple attachments. There's a <laughs> headlamp on one shoe. There's paracord on the other. Uh, there's a carabiner. There's a compass. And I'll give just a little bit more backstory because this was another interesting something I found out about this. This collaboration was part of the Project Greenhouse and Crocs collaborative series. Now, if you're like me, you're like, what is Project Greenhouse? I had no idea what it was. It's a division of Foot Locker, which serves as an internal incubator, and it's got three parts to it. Collaborations, working with designers and creators directly. Concepts, which aims to connect with brands in unconventional ways. And their think tank, which is about creating culturally progressive initiatives within the company itself. So, like, on top of how interesting the shoe is, I found out that Foot Locker apparently has this whole Project Greenhouse thing going on that's, like, basically... I think their way of trying to make sure they're staying relevant and listening to what people actually want. And maybe lastly, the retail on these was $79. I don't know how that compares with what Crocs normally go for. I think that's about even. For this collab with like the level of detail and what you're getting for it, I feel like that's not a terrible price. I don't think so. I, yeah, it's very funny. It has like that, like you said, the paracord and then this pouch for, I guess, the compass. Uh, very reminded of like like off road jeeps, how like they would have like shovels yeah. and yeah, yeah, and axes to the attached to the top of the hood. So, uh, very funny. And then yeah, you've got almost like a high, uh, but it's like a, it looks like like a water resistant material that's yeah. got a drawstring on it to tighten it to where you don't get water in your Crocs. Listen, the water repellent ankle gaiter is the must have accessory of fall twenty twenty. I'm I'm calling it now. I'm we're, I'm too interested in shoes with it. Clearly, I, and it doesn't look that bad. I love the crossover of Crocs and like outdoor survivalist yeah. um, because I do think that that fits very well. Um, this is hilarious, but also I, I want more. Yeah. So here's the thing. I'll tell you a couple interesting things. Well, I've already said interesting things. I guess these things are not necessarily interesting. They're just my opinions. You all can decide if it's interesting or not. My biggest gripe with these is that it's... And I, I mean, I guess it's the nature of it. It's done on the Crocs clog. So it's got mm-hmm. all the ventilation holes in the toe. So it's like the water resistant gator ankle uh, is like, it's, it's like, not it's, really functional. It, it's just kind it's of, not functional. A, it's not a water boot. It's just for splat splish splashing. Okay. You don't I, want your ankles getting wet, but you're fine with your toesies taking a swim. So, so that's my next question. So do you wear these barefoot? Do you wear? I've never had a pair of Crocs. Do you wear them barefoot or with socks? Is it different if you're going in or staying out? I think it's the thing with slides, like like wearing yeah. socks with slides, wearing like slides without socks. I think it's I think it's either way. I saw a video of someone wearing these without socks, and it made me cringe because it looks like you're wearing a boot, but I'm seeing your toes, and that's just like I just didn't I expect like it. it. I didn't, I yeah, I didn't like expect it. to see it coming. Last thing I'll say: uh, finally, yesterday, my last pair of shoes that I picked up at Goodwill and then put on Goat sold. And I've spent a good chunk of today debating whether I take that money and buy this pair of shoes because that's about what the price is. Reselling these right now is around 140 which given that the retail was 80 is not terrible. I think I just love the idea of it so much. I don't know if I'd love it as much in hand or if I'd even really wear them. Fair enough. I think so as well. I, I would agree with that. I, I love – I mean that's a lot of – uh, her post as well. A lot of her Instagram is like – Yeah. I think this is a, a very – funny a very cool thing that uh that she's doing but uh maybe not i mean she has a bra made out of lemon squeezer so i mean you know art sure 
practicality, maybe not. I wouldn't wear that anyways. It's a bra, you know? Yeah. So not, not, not for my me. demographic. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Not for me. Fair enough. Fair enough. If anything, my mood board is I want to pretend like I'm going outside and camping, but I don't want to go outside and camping. And that's what my footwear interest right now reflects. I like that. I, I, will, I will also subscribe. <laughs> Hop on board. Last thing we'll say about November. November was a good month for the boys at State of the Shunion. Oh. We had some great pickups between the two of us. The infrared Air Max 90s, the Elephant Nike SB Dunk Lows, and the Turducken Special Box Nike wow. SB Dunk Highs. We did unboxings for all three of these sneakers on our Instagram page. You can check us out at shoepodcast.com. Look under the IGTV section. It was a good month. We have a lot of dry months just for releases, much less stuff you and I want to pick up. Yeah. November was a good month, and I think it was hot. going into it, I think we were pretty optimistic about the infrared Air Max mm. 90s. We thought that might be a little bit easier. Yes. Um, the elephants, I figured there was no chance I was going to get those. And then Turduckens, I had a little I, bit of a 180 on. I wasn't in love with them. I, well, I don't know if I'm in love now, but I like them a lot more now that I've there got you go. them. Yeah, I'm very interested to see them in person. Yeah, I think we definitely knew that the the Air Max 90s were going to be easy. I think they had a they made a lot of them. A lot of people oh, yeah. hit. It seems like if you wanted the infrareds, um, you got to hit, which was awesome. Yeah, the elephant was definitely a hey. If you don't want it, enter for me. That would be much appreciated. And then yeah, Thatcher Duncan's was like a morning of like, eh, sure, let me just see. Well, there's no way this will happen. So yeah, yeah, lot of lot of heat, lot of heat coming in November, which is nice because it's getting chilly, cold front coming. So we got we'll be warm. Well, Tanner, is that warmth gonna carry us over into December? Oh, oh boy, let's find out. What a segue. Can I get the fast forward? <laughs> Burn the tape. Burn the tape on that one. Yeah, Jesus. That VCR going turbo mode right now. <laughs> First shoe I want to talk about in December is the Sale Air Jordan 1 Zoom Comfort. I feel like the mm. I feel like this silhouette has gotten a lot of flack from what I'll call Jordan 1 purist. Um in that like Speak I, I feel it. like I feel like any time a Jordan One comes out and it's not a Jordan One OG High, if, uh, if it's a if it's a mid or a Zoom Comfort or whatever, everyone's like, mm. it's not Jordan. I don't like it. But this colorway is pretty clean and pretty hard, in my opinion. I agree. Mostly just that classic sail white upper has a black tongue, black laces, black around the collar, and a black swoosh. Everything else is just sail colored. Uh, I think these are coming out in women's sizing. So I don't know how big the run is going to go. Yeah, I think I saw that as well. So fingers crossed for the Bigfoot boys out there that y'all can still wear these. They're supposed to come out on December 1st for $140. So actually, by the time this episode comes out, uh, you'll already know if you got them or not, I guess. Oh, there you go. How do you feel about these? Are you one of the, uh, I don't want to pigeonhole you and say Jordan 1 purist, but has the Zoom Comfort silhouette been interesting to you or do you write it off? Uh, I wouldn't say that I write it off. I definitely, uh, I think colorway for sure. I don't really care. I mean, sometimes the silhouettes can get, get a little wild. Um, but no, I think the, the zoom, uh, I think is fine. I am not one of those people who is like, if it's not a Jordan one high, then it's not a Jordan one. Um, I'm not the biggest fan of mids, but I think they've had like some really solid mids. Very true. Um, and I think the zoom, I think the zoom is, is fine and dandy and, and it, this is a super super clean colorway yeah and uh i would i would hope if it is women's size it does it does have a big run so all the boys 
get their shot at this, but uh, really good colorway. And if it is a woman's run, shout out to Nike. Very cool for Nike to finally not just do like an actual solid colorway for a yeah, yeah, yeah. women's exclusive and not keeping it to the you know stereotypical women's colors. Um, so doing a women's exclusive run in a very just sale and black shoe, um, I think is real dope. So if it is only women sizing, shout out to Nike for being like, hey, uh, there are women hypebeasts. There are women sneakerheads. Let's give them a really dope shoe that isn't just like pink and purple. Exactly. Yeah. The common phrase that a lot of people use is pink it and shrink it, which is just yeah. like, oh, it's a women's shoe. Uh, make it pink and make it small. So yeah, totally yeah. agree. It's nice to see a real solid colorway like this coming out. Mm. So pretty. Moving on down the calendar, Ooh. next shoe I want to talk about. It's an interesting one. It's a weird one. The Inside Out Adidas ZX6000. I really don't know that much about this shoe or the ZX6000 silhouette in general. Yeah. But basically, the name is what it sounds like. The shoe is constructed in an inside-out fashion, so you're seeing a lot of the uh, inner support materials being brought to the outer surface, and it looks kind of very unfinished and constructed and put together. These are scheduled to release on December 4th for $140. Uh, it's hard to describe the colorway. It's mostly kind of neutral, beige, yeah. gray, but then with like some light blue, it looks like on the toe box, and like kind of an amber color on the heel cap there. Mm. I feel like I started to notice the inside out motif earlier this year or last when Nike started doing the inside out Air Max ones a little yeah. bit more. And I'm not claiming that Nike pioneered that idea or anything. It could have very well been done before this that I'm not familiar with. But how do you feel like Adidas's take on this inside out concept came? Is it is it cool to see the deconstructed process or does it just kind of look hodgepodgey to you? Um, I, yes and yes. Um, okay. I think it looks really good. I think Virgil um, with his off-white showed that people are interested in that type of style. Um, and obviously with the success that um, off-white has had with kind of the you know display bringing the idea to life at first thing. So I like this. I think this is cool. I think this is a very interesting concept to say like, hey, here's all the stuff that's inside the shoe that we think is really cool because we make shoe and they're kind of like big, big shoe nerds. So they're like, hey, little biased Adidas. Okay. You know, but okay. Hey, um, I think it, it is kind of weird. It looks like a car like reflector on the on the heel cap. Oh, it does. Um, <laughs> you know, um, the the blinkers. Yeah. I was about to say, put a light in there whenever you take it, you know, whenever you're turning. <laughs> oh, when your feet walk. Oh, man. yeah. Um, based on my experience living in Baton Rouge, most people would not use it. (laughs) It's a real zinger. It is. uh, It is a very interesting shoe. I, I think it is very cool. I love the concept. Um, I think it'll definitely hit. Um, They probably just need um, a real good um, silhouette for this to kind of take off. You know, they don't, I think, I think on an ultra boost, I think this would be super cool to kind of see. But uh, I, I like it. it. It is very weird, though. I think seeing this in person would probably drive me further away from it than the promos because yeah. um, it is hard to describe. Yeah. I want to see it on the Ultra Boost. I want to see what the boost looks like inside out, Tanner. What's the, <laughs> what's the, what's the inside of the boost look like? <laughs> it's just a black hole. It's just, it just looks like boost normally. No, trust us, guys. That's the no. inside of it. You're used That's to see it. This is the inside of it. We make it. Okay, we know how it happens. All right. I like the black trust hole us. idea. There's actually nothing in there. 
<laughs> just infinite energy. <laughs> Moving down the calendar, the next release we want to talk about the Habibi Frame Skate Nike SB Dunk Low. You've probably seen this one floating around the internet for a little while. It's a Dunk Low in a red, white, green, and black colorway. Uh, I had to do a little bit more research on this today because I wasn't familiar with Frame Skate at all. So I'll give mm. you all some backstory here. Ooh. Frame Skate is a skate shop in Dubai. Uh, Habibi is the Arabic for my love, and this shoe is a celebration of love for skateboarding sneakers and the city where Frame was founded. The colorway is inspired by the colors of the Middle East. There's a lot of different... Okay, here. side note here. Don't pay attention to fake news. There's a Mm -hmm. lot of different media outlets out there reporting that this is like a Christmas shoe or maybe yeah. like a, a Valentine's shoe because, you know, it says Habibi and it's red and white. That's not With what green. it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's not what it is, people. So it's inspired by the colors of the Middle East. Uh, the double stack swoosh is made of two different materials, leather and corduroy, patched together as a representation of love. You know, two different things coming together. The diamond Aww. ripstop on the quarter, reminiscent of the crisscross patterns of traditional fishnets that once filled the harbors and it actually has removable velcro tongues so it kind of looks like a double stack tongue there that white one though is just like an overlay that you can peel off which i think is a cool design detail it's better than the shroud on the travis scott air force ones the cactus whatever's the patchwork looking uh ones that had that giant shroud over it this is cool in that like you kind of get to choose if you want to have a white tongue or a black tongue on the shoe or the double stack you know Yeah, that is very interesting. Last thing I have to say, and this is cool. I need to go pay more attention to this. The release launched with a raffle on their website where you had to play a video game to enter it. So they have a video game on their website. It's like a uh, it's like a skateboarding video game. You have to get to the end of it and then you can enter the raffle to get these shoes. They're scheduled to release on December 2nd at frame and December 5th on sneakers. So by the time this episode comes out, the skate shop release has already happened. The sneakers release is going to be tomorrow, supposedly. I think they're not loaded on the sneakers app as of yet. Mm-hmm. Last little bit of backstory I'll give you before we can finally talk about the shoe. All right, historian Landry, calm down. <laughs> Nerd. You could go to Frame's website, and they have a lot more information about the design of this shoe and why they went with the different colorways and different patterns in different areas. So for me, that was really cool, again, because I'm just seeing all the sneaker media outlets say, it's mm-hmm. a Christmas shoe. It's a Valentine's shoe. It's a skate shop in Dubai. And I'm like, what does that mean, though? For the, Like, why is there two swooshes? Is this Sakai? So, it's not. Yeah. Wow. Okay. There are all my words. Tanner, what are your first impressions of this shoe? Is Christmas a global holiday? I would think it's very regional. So, it's not exclusively U.S. I think uh-huh. it's, re- it's going to be based on religion, quite honestly. So... I'm not sure what the dominant religion in Dubai is, though. I don't know. Maybe Muslim? Hmm. I don't know. Let's not speculate wildly. Okay. (laughs) Spaghetti monster? (laughs) It might be spaghetti monster. Uh, I think these are a very interesting shoe. Um, I get a lot of people making the Christmas assumption um, with the the red, the white, um, the green, the laces do kind of look candy cane-esque. It is coming out in December. Yeah, the timing um, of it, especially. So I think, honestly, to me, regardless of when this came, if this came out in May, I would still see it as a Christmas shoe. Yeah. Um, I think the uh, the story of it and all of the detail that they put, I think, is 
awesome. I really yeah. love that. I love the attention to detail and, and every part of the shoe has a meaning, um, which is awesome whenever you have, uh, you know, any type of like boutique or skate shop when they get a chance to do it. And I think, um, I think skate shops do one of the better jobs of, of really absolutely um, making this shoe be very, very special to them. So that's awesome. Uh, I think it will be tough to not see it as a Christmas shoe just based on the colors. Um, yeah. And, and again, maybe in Dubai, Christmas is not a super big thing. So it may not, it may over there, it may not, it may not have that association. Um, yeah. But I think especially in, in America and other places um, around the world that do have uh, or celebrate Christmas heavily, I think they're going to see it as a Christmas shoe. I don't think it's bad. Um, I think the I really love the the double swoosh um, kind of like how they how you had said of the two things coming together and, and love and things like that. So I think that was a very interesting um, look Let for me, it. I, I would say probably a no for me just because, again, I see it as a Christmas shoe. Yeah. So let me ask you a question about the double swoosh. Is the double swoosh now exclusive to the design language of Sakai? Can the can it be used Ooh. outside of Sakai without your brain saying that's Sakai? Yeah, but I think uh, I think it'll forever be like one of those things where it's like Sakai made it a yeah. popular thing. Like I think the same thing with like backwards swoosh, upside down, like a right. Nike swoosh not going the traditional way. You will be like, okay, well, Travis, you're just trying to do what Travis Scott did, right? Exactly. Yeah, and he wasn't even thing. the first one to do a backwards swoosh, but yeah. Yeah. He just made it popular. He popularized so it. So yeah. I think I think Sakai with a I, I think yeah, I think a lot of people will see it as like a oh you're just doing a Sakai thing or something like that. Um which I'm fine with. I I love the double swoosh. I think a layered swoosh looks really cool. I would rather Nike do a, a like a double swoosh like that rather than just putting like eighteen Nike swooshes on a, a pair of shoes. Oh, in different places. Oh, yeah. I hate that <laughs> he so hates that overbranding. What? Yeah. Here's on the toe box. Here's on the heel. Oh, the giant <laughs> one as well. I'm like, what are you? Yeah. How big do you think the shoe is that I can't see this all? Yeah. Um. I don't know. What are you feeling? What are you feeling about the shoe? I know the storytelling has got you, but storytelling aside, just looking at the shoe, just visually, just looking at the shoe, this looks too much like something I would see on DH Gate. Like it just. Yeah. To me, it just looks like it's like. Is it the laces? Uh, it's the laces, and it's the double swoosh. The double oh, okay. swoosh, it just looks like you would see it on DH Gate. It's like, do you want Sakai Dunk? But Sakai hasn't mm-hmm. made Dunk. Here is. <laughs> it's like when they did the Sakai Waffle, but in the Chunky Dunky style. It's cute to mm. see. Like, that'd be a fun custom, but like, yeah. to see it mass produced, I don't know. It's just, it's too similar to that. And also, yeah, the Houndstooth laces are really busy. But again, I would strongly recommend everyone go to their website, go play that video game. I haven't done it yet, but I intend to. A very cool release. Very cool to see Framescape getting this collab. I think it's their first one with Nike SB, and that would make sense why they pulled out all the stops and they went so strong on showing love to their city and having this be a big release over there. So it's like, you know, very happy for them that like they're having this giant moment. But for me, it's just this is like so uninteresting to me. Yeah, I agree. Definitely agree with you. Love the shoe. Love the detail. Um, that that the shop put in awesome for Framesgate out in Dubai for um, getting this collab, but yeah, it's just I'm just not that interested in it. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it is a little a little tough, but but uh, yeah, I think I think just check it out their website. I think it's definitely cool for sure. I think everyone should look into it because the story and detail behind it is 
is great. Yeah, absolutely. That being said, let's keep it moving here down our calendar. And we got a real return of the Mac coming right here. A mm. retro that people have been wanting for a while. Mm. Mr. November and not Drake on the other end of the line here is vibing mm. for it. The Bread Yeezy 350 V2 coming back with the re-release on December 5th for $220. Does everyone else hear the angels opening up from heaven right now? Yeah, because they blessed us with this one. I, I think everyone, regardless of like you like easy, you hate easy. This is this is a shoe where you look at it and you go, all right, that's pretty dope. That's pretty clean right there. Yeah, absolutely. It's a real simple, clean colorway. And even myself, as I was putting this together and grabbing the stock images, that on foot image just hits different. Like that on foot image, I feel like makes the shoe look so much better to me. Yeah, everything about this shoe, just the the. That red hit with just the the supply three fifty, it just is such a, it's a mean shoe. This shoe yeah. apologizes for nothing. <laughs> this shoe didn't call you back and is not sad about it. Mm-mm, not at all. I don't know. I'm thinking about it. Like a black three fifty is like a real staple mm. to have. Oh, yeah. There was one that came out not that long ago, and I'm past pretending like I'm keeping up with the names now, but <laughs> it had like a blackish grayish upper with like a cream milky colored outsole. And yeah, to yeah, me, yeah. that one kind of felt like a, oh, okay, maybe this will be the one. I don't know, though. Maybe this one. The, the only thing that makes me lean towards the other one is that it's like it's black and cream colored, so that'll match with a little bit more than this one has red on it, and that might not match with as much. But even still, it go hard. It go dummy hard. Tender, <laughs> do you think you're going to pinch the pennies for this one? Try to make it come together? I don't think I'm going to be able to. Uh, oh. It's just, uh, I will I will watch it. I will admire it. And uh, I hope that the resale uh, does does well. I, I, think, I think for sure now that this is the second go around with this shoe, at some point I see myself picking this up because I think it'll only get cheaper. Probably Very not true. so crazy. But uh, no, I will definitely um, not be going after this go around. Just it is very close to closing on the house, buying a new house, baby. So I will have to pass this. But on December 5th, you better believe you catch me in my in my infrareds. Oh, there you go. Hey, just, pouring one out for the homies. Just playing pretend. <laughs> <laughs> I like that you're not wearing one of the other three 350s that you have <laughs> to celebrate on that day. No, you're wearing a Nike. Kind of giving a middle finger to Yeezy on that one, I feel like. Hey, come out with more. Do it again. I don't know. <laughs> Do it again in five years when I'm not having a kid and moving. I don't yeah. know. God, <laughs> yeah, you really could have timed this one better. I'll tweet at him. I'll tweet him. He'll get back Okay, to me. there you go. Yeah, hit him up. You know what? Actually, before we move on, I'm going to time out. I'm going to pause real quick here. Oh. The, the saddest moment of my life up until now was me putting the presentation together for this. And everyone else doesn't know this. They can't see the presentation. But we do slides for each shoe that's coming out. And I put four images of them. And the 350 V2, everyone's seen it so much. I didn't feel the need to put four images. <laughs> so I put three of the shoe and one of a loaf of bread. Neither before we started recording nor during the recording did you make any mention of the loaf of bread. That joke really went underappreciated, I feel like. Uh, look, here's the thing. Okay, I didn't, I didn't get, I didn't get you on that one. But let me tell you what, I laughed way too hard, and Ashley can verify with your Costco joke earlier. Okay, hey, listen, I'm funny so, sometimes. It's not always on the air. <laughs> Off at our Discord. I don't know what you want me to sell you, people. Yo, my boys got real funny text messages. Okay, <laughs> don't text me. 
All right, <laughs> moving on down our list. Next show we want to talk about the Sakai and Nike Vapor Waffle coming out in the next two colorways, which I don't know the official names of, but there's one that's like a gold. Right, it's a green, green and yellow, and then there's a <laughs> there's a red and green. Actually, Tanner, you take this one. Go ahead. Tell me everything we need to know about this one. All right, so here's the thing. Ryan didn't have this shoe on. I was like, dang. <laughs> I love when you start off describing the shoe by putting your co-host on blast. Keep going. So I said, it all goes together. It all goes together. Okay. So I said, dang, that's crazy. Why would he not put Sakai's? He's a Sakai boy. And the, like the one that's got like this maroon and green. I was like, damn, that, that one goes pretty hard. I really like that shoe. I like it a lot. So Ryan was like, okay, fine. I'll, Hey, I'll put it on there. I didn't know if you wanted to talk about it. So it's all right. So then Ryan, like he said, he, he puts his four, pictures you know for the slideshow then i'm looking at on feet in natural lighting and uh as he's done with the slide i go i'm like i like these anymore <laughs> uh-oh oh left the club at 5 a.m she's looking different <laughs> in the daylight she is looking different in that natural light <laughs> um i i do kind of like the yellow and gold the the, the golden green give it me some organ duck um vibes though i would have thought packers oh also, also ducks I think okay. I think I think I went Oregon just because they do shoes, but yeah, Packers makes more sense. Yeah. You're I right, mean, more that's more okay. of the Packers. That's the second time today Aaron Rodgers has been an afterthought in my conversation, so that's okay. Aaron Rodgers, Packers, yeah, they did look Sunday at, night. Yeah, look at that. Um, he's not impressed by my sports reference. He's not impressed by my <laughs> bread jokes. I can't win this man over. <laughs> I'm just confused as to when the other time you're talking about Aaron Rodgers is. That's on a need to know basis. I text more than you. <laughs> I text more people than just you, Tanner. It's not just you getting my text. Ryan's at a Green Bay. Uh, <laughs> That's one of our Discord servers. It's Green general, Bay? general a cheese Green Bay. <laughs> we have two moods. Okay. Oh, shoe. my God. Uh, yeah, I, I think they're pretty. It seems like they kind of toned down, um, but not really. Now that I'm seeing these, uh, that uh, that heel split is something serious. Dramatic. Um, but I don't know. I don't know if I don't like these or if I do. It is so difficult. I see them and I go, yuck. But then I see them again. And I go, well, hold on now. Let me put yeah. my foot in that. It's tough. Let me tell you about that heel wedge. Leave the nutcracker on the mantle. Put a walnut in that heel and take a step. You're going to crack it wide open. That opening is large and wide, I'm telling you. Yeah, you're getting some all natural walnuts in that shoe, 100%. <laughs> Um, of the four colorways of the vapor waffle that have come out so far, I don't know why that maroon one is my favorite. Cause I feel like that maroon and green don't go together at all, but I might just like how weird it is. Same. That's the one that I, that I saw that I was like, dang, this goes pretty hard. I really like this. Yeah. But that green and yellow, I'm telling you, if I lived in Wisconsin, that would be something Ooh. to, something to do. Easy pickup. Well, yeah, it's about the only thing you can do. <laughs> Very true. <laughs> Shots at Wisconsin. <laughs> Unnecessary shots at Wisconsin. I actually know people there. Geez, sorry for any of our friends that are listening. Um, for anyone that is interested in picking these up, they do come out on December 17th for $180. Do with that what you will. Bitty bow! <laughs> My favorite part of that was the silence where you shrugged. And to me, it was, to me, it was perfect comedic timing. To everyone listening, they have yeah. no idea. They that no joke, idea. Just, that like, joke just hung there. <laughs> just uh, me just going, yeah, okay. Use that audio when you need it. And then rounding out December, we're going to go for the rapid fire round. We're just going to quickly go over, <laughs> quickly go over the hype. There Skill is, 
There is the Manila Air Jordan 4 that's coming out December 3rd in the mm. uh, Philippines. Only 150 pairs. Mostly green upper. Kind of looks like the Wahlburgers to me. So I was like, oh, that's cool. Yeah. Maybe I can get a green Jordan 4. Nope. Nope. Philippines only. So shout out to my Philippinians. There, I don't think that's the. I don't think that's correct. Uh, next shoe, next shoe coming out the J Balvin and Air Jordan One. This rainbow one, Tanner. You took Spanish in high school, maybe college too. What's the name of this shoe? I've got it written there, so you could just yeah. Just how do you say it? Cor vibras. Okay, that was it, people. I- uh, mostly rainbow upper, a lot of jagged edges on this one. Very interesting. Well, it's a shoe. Hey, he had a McDonald's meal. He did have a look at this proven track record. McDonald's and Jordan working together. <gasps> wow. And Michael Jordan was the first celebrity to do a collab with McDonald's way back in the day. Oh, listen. Oh, put on a hats. Illuminati confirmed. <laughs> Just threw up the David like a Jay-Z yeah. in the chat <laughs> for some reason. Oh, my. <laughs> that's, that's Illuminati, the triangle. <laughs> Oh my gosh, we got to wrap this episode up. Okay. Other notable releases for December, the retro of the Neon Air Max 95. Uh, It's not for me. It's not for you from the way you're shaking your head. But I hope that for all the diehard fans of this, that they're redoing it with the same level of detail that went into the infrared Air Max 90. You know that it's Mm, very true to the original. I hope so for anyone that is uh, very excited for it. And then lastly... Oh, buckle up, kids, and pinch those pennies. Save up your Christmas cash. Ooh, yeah. The Air Jordan 11 Adapt coming out on December 30th for the low price of $500. This is not helping my argument I tried to make to Tanner months yeah. ago, if not more than a year ago, that as we progress, the technology will get cheaper. Nike's going in the wrong direction. I'm wondering if maybe because it's a new silhouette and they had to redo the technology on this for some reason. I know a lot of people don't love this shoe price point aside i think it is cool to see because it looks a lot like a moon boot at this point and like if there's going to be a shoe that auto laces it should be a moon boot and i think i think it was around the 10 or 11 where tinker hatfield started to talk more about the idea of a shoe that would auto lace that would know when you were relaxing when you were performing and would tighten and loosen Mm. so i think it's a little bit authentic to his original vision I've talked enough, Tanner. Of these four silhouettes, do you have any thoughts or opinions on any of them? All right. Uh, here's the thing. The, the Manila Air Jordan 4. The Philippines can keep it. Okay. okay. Uh, the Vibras uh, Jordan 1. Uh, Jordan can keep it. Okay. Uh, the Neon Air Max 95. They should have never retroed it. <laughs> the, uh, Air Jordan 11. Hey, uh, g- get ready to be at a, uh, at a function and hear your friend say, Hey, can y'all wait up before we go to McDonald's? I got to go charge my shoes. <laughs> as an owner of auto lacing shoes i'm a little offended by that last take there the other three i could excuse 75 percent of that take was okay for me but on that last quarter mm, mm, mm. uh i will say the uh the air jordan 11 adapts they do look very good um very clean colorway that white that uh translucent sole looking real good i think it would be super weird to have my shoes like be constantly like tightening and unloosening and tightening and unloosening with the like how you said like kind of like you're relaxed you're you're walking yeah, around so kind of thing. They're they don't actually do that. That was Tinker Hatfield's mm. original vision. You still Not have sure. to manually tighten and loosen them either with okay. the shoe directly with the app on your phone or on iWatch. But that was 
that's Tinker Hatfield's vision of where the foot technology will eventually we'll get. Yeah. Ooh, crazy. Yeah, five hundred dollars. Yeah. Uh, seems like uh, maybe it's it. Yeah, Jordan. Now you're getting a, a an actual like popular Jordan silhouette. So n- now yeah. they have to go back up. You know, maybe maybe they'll dip back down. Who knows? We'll get there. Maybe I think if, we will get there. But tell you what, if you want to hear a more qualified opinion on these, go look up Tiffany Beers, last name B E E R S, on YouTube. If you don't know, she's the incredible. I think she doesn't like the word designer or creator, but she's been involved with the auto lacing shoes at Nike since the beginning. She's no longer with Nike, but she did a YouTube live where she talked about these shoes and her thoughts and opinions on them. Just a much more qualified take than two dudes from Louisiana. So go check that out if you get a minute. Kiaba. <laughs> Listen, you can take us out of the swamp, but you can't take the swamp out of us. Tanner now holding up a Magmar Pokemon card to the screen in an interesting turn of events. I've never seen your webcam in more high def than holding that. <laughs> that Magmar card was so clear. Um <laughs> Listen, I guess we got to wrap this up so I can ask Tanner why he's got a Magmar card he's holding up to the screen here. I don't think it's part of this episode. So thank you, everyone, for listening to another episode of State of the Shunion. We'll be back next week with another one, a real classic of a banger. Tanner, mm-hmm. before we do, uh, you want to give wise words before the plugs or after the plugs? You look deer in the headlights, so I feel like you're <laughs> expecting the plugs. Okay, sorry for kind of switching up the formula. <laughs> Y'all could not see. We got to start doing video episodes, and maybe it'll just be Tanner's screen, because that's where all the gold is. Okay, make sure to check us out online on Instagram, at Shoe Podcast. Make sure you turn on those post and story notifications. You'll get notified when we do all of our uh, unboxings, SOS updates, anything like that. While you're on our Instagram, hit up our DMs, ask us for the link to our Discord if you want to join. Basically, just a giant group chat for all of our friends and fans of the show. We have a good time in there. People are coming in all the time. You can also check us out online at shoepodcast.com. You can listen to the episodes, check out our blog post, and very soon, probably in January, going to be a little something new over there. So, mm, there you go. Hey, keep you coming back for more. Lastly, wherever you listen to the podcast, please make sure to subscribe and leave a rating or review we're going to read them we want to know we want to grow i'm getting i'm getting pretty polished at that whole thing i like it it's coming clean we could pre-record it but i do it off the dome every time it's custom i have once again i'm like jay-z going into the booth without writing down any of the lyrics second jay-z self-referential moment in this episode am i the yonce you are absolutely the yonce to my jay-z oh i cheated on you that's not good Oh, that's not good. But we got lemonade out of it. So, you know, she literally made lemonade out of that situation. Okay. Oh, she got, oh, yep. She was given up. Yep. He's woke now. Listen. <laughs> all right. Woke young over there. Give us our wise words of the week. Uh, it's getting cold outside. Okay. If you got any hoses. Okay. If you live at a house, make sure the hoses. Okay. Unscrew them from the faucet that's in the wall. Go to Target. Get something to cover it. Don't have your pipes freeze. That's good for me. I didn't even know that one. Yeah, yeah. Unscrew your hose. Let it drain out so your hose doesn't blow up. <laughs> I uh, they make the little cheap like uh, styrofoam ones, and and those are great. But uh, spend a little bit extra money, and you get it's like a little insulated bag where it's way easier, and they don't get gross, and you can actually kind of clean them. So okay, there, you go. there we go. Pipes don't well, bust. <laughs> thank you everyone for listening to another episode. Thank you everyone for listening to another episode of State of the Shunion. We'll be back next week with another one. He's holding up that Magmar card again. All right. I'm your co-host, Ryan Landry. And I'm your co-host, Tanner Young.
Thank you.